2: Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a very exciting day. Summer League is starting today. The Hornets are going to tip things off in the California Classic against the San Antonio Spurs. We'll have a game preview for you shortly, but coming up Right here, right now, we've got the head coach of the Hornets Summer League squads, both for the California Classic as well as for the Las Vegas Summer League. It's Marlon Garnett. He's been an assistant coach on the bench for the Hornets the last couple of seasons, and now he gets the head coaching job here for Summer League. Without further ado, let's welcome the newly named Summer League head coach of the Charlotte Hornets, Marlon Garnett, back here to the Hornets' Hivecast.
3: Marlon, congrats on the new title. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Glad to be here, uh, spending a couple minutes with you. Thanks a lot for having me.
2: We are thrilled to have you. First up, how does it feel to be the head coach? Because you've been an assistant in the league for quite a few years now, but here you get a chance to be the man in charge for a team.
3: Yeah, it's a um, it's a huge responsibility, obviously, but there's some excitement behind it. You know, this is something that uh, I've been doing for a while. Got a chance to experience being in that head seat back in 2017 when I coached the the Sun Summer League team. So second go-around for me and just excited about it, looking forward to it, just getting organized with all the moving parts that goes into planning and prepping. But um, it's been a fun couple of days.
2: Much of the attention this Summer League is going to be on the number 2 overall pick, Brandon Miller. You've worked closely with LaMelo Ball over the course of your time here in Charlotte. Previously, we were with Atlanta. You worked very closely with Trey Young. What do you anticipate for working with this young, hopefully, phenom in the NBA,
3: yeah, just to kind of see the the progress of not only him but you know some of the other guys that we'll have on the team. We picked up some other guys in the in the draft uh, this year that you know we're excited about. And me personally, I'm excited to actually see them in the gym. You know, starting uh, tomorrow when we we get some of those guys uh, in the building. Um, So I'm anticipating a a group that's going to be ready to compete and and play hard. We wouldn't have them here if we didn't think that they were going to bring that type of identity to the group. So, um, again, it's an exciting time for me to be able to lead these guys for these few weeks and hopefully just get them on the right track to start as they, you know, start their their long NBA career.
2: You mentioned some other rookies coming in, Nick Smith Jr., James Naji, Amari Bailey. How do you plan to incorporate them all in? Obviously, they're all kind of different positions. There is a way you could play all four at the same time. Of course, you have other veterans, other options. What do you
3: envision for these rookies? Well, you know, I just had a chance to um, sit down with our coaching staff and, you know, we're kind of Ironing out some things, looking at you know where we can play certain guys based on you know their skill and and their position. From what we've seen, we haven't seen a lot of them in person. So these three days of practice is going to be very important. Not a whole lot of time as you're prepping to get organized for an actual NBA game. I mean, I get it; it's a summer league game, but. It's a lot that goes into it, again, um, moving parts. So we're going to be as organized as we possibly can in a short time. We're going to ask a lot of them because there's some details that we want to make sure we have, you know, ironed out all the T's crossed, all the I's dotted so we can put you know, an exciting product out there. But one that's also going to compete. And I was telling someone else it's an old cliche. They're keeping score, so we're going to try to go out there and win as many games as we can.
2: And there's a lot of attention on a couple of these games in particular. When you have the number two overall pick, you kind of know the number one pick is going to be a head to head matchup. The number three pick is going to be a head to head matchup. What are your expectations for those games? Brandon Miller's unlikely to be playing one on one against Scoot Henderson or Victor Wembanyama, but there's a lot of switching in the NBA, so fans are going to want to see those matchups.
3: Yeah, you you kind of anticipated that you know when you're waiting on the summer league schedule uh, to come out but obviously you can expect a lot of hoopla a- around it and i think it's it's great for our nba fans and it's going to be great for you know just fans in general um, when we're talking about those two specific guys for us our fan base is going to love to see Brandon Miller perform and for the you know the san antonio fan base there a lot of excitement behind the number 1 pick you know, obviously, for the Trailblazers, you know, Scoot has uh, gained a lot of traction, um, a lot of fanfare behind behind who he is. So it's great, I think, for the NBA as a whole. It's great for Las Vegas and, you know, the Summer League, the history of the Summer League. So it's an exciting time for not just us as coaches and the players themselves that are debuting in some of these games, but as well as the fan base that, you know, will come out from other states you know, to come to Vegas. I know I'm from LA and the Lakers seem like they always get a, a fan base of, you know, their their fans that drive down. So it's gonna be fun.
4: Your perfect home, sweet home.
2: Marlon Garnett, Summer League head coach for the Charlotte Hornets. Our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Coach, Summer League is not exclusive for rookies. Charlotte has a few other players taken in the last two to three drafts that will be on your roster. What can we all expect from players like James Booknight, Kai Jones, Bryce
3: McGowan, any other draft picks that might be on your squad this season? I'm hoping... You know they're they're committed to to the process. They won't be the the last guys that you know have a couple years in the NBA that that are still playing in you know summer league. I haven't seen in uh, some of the other rosters of guys, but I imagine they're you know some guys that may have been drafted a couple years ago and just haven't had an opportunity. And you know, whether it's a numbers game or they're playing behind a, a superstar on their their regular team, so. This is a great opportunity for those guys to get some extra reps where they can, in some sense, be, you know, maybe a featured guy or, you know, they're in rotation. They're starting. And, you know, these guys have been working really hard in in the summer. So they want to put it out there on that stage and that platform and, you know, put it to the test. So I've watched, you know, book night in the gym. I work closely with Kai in the gym this summer. Bryce has been in the gym a ton. And these guys are really working hard and dedicating themselves their summers. Um to the work, so I'm excited about that to see how they perform in this setting.
2: Last summer, in addition to seeing some early glimpses of Mark Williams and Bryce McGowan and how good Mm -hmm. they were Eventually, going to be in their rookie seasons. We saw a big jump from a veteran of last summer league's team, Nick Richards. He kind of set the stage for that breakout third season in the NBA with a really strong summer league. You mentioned watching some of the other "quote unquote" veterans mm-hmm. over the course of the summer. Is there someone you're seeing signs of a similar breakout in the next couple weeks?
3: Um, not quite yet. Uh, still, you know, we're going to start practices here on on Friday only thing we've seen again is you know individual workouts so it'd be great to see them in you know a 5 on 5 setting and see if we can pick up on some things that you know these guys have improved upon that we can use going into training camp and into next season
2: it's also a great opportunity for non-drafted players. G League veterans, they'll come in, get an opportunity, show what they can do. Mm-hmm. End of last season, it was a fun storyline to see Xavier Sneed and Kobe Simmons get opportunities mm-hmm. with the Charlotte Hornets. Both of them appear to be on your roster here. What can you tell us about them and any other non-drafted players that maybe Hornets fans are less familiar with, but
3: they're about to get more familiar with? 100%. I mean, it's, the, it's just an opportunity for exposure you know not just us but other teams all over you know these guys this is uh, a stage again and a platform for everyone that's out there to kind of show what they can do sometimes you know some of these general managers or other coaches they don't see a lot of uh, G League games where where these guys are actually functioning in so to play in front of pretty much the NBA as a whole, all 30 teams are now being represented in in Las Vegas, so I think it's a great opportunity for, for those guys as well.
2: Hornets Summer League head coach Marlon Garnett, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast, about to Tip off Summer League action here for the 2023 campaign. Normal Summer League you get 5 games or so in Las Vegas. You have an extra 2 in Sacramento as well. What are the benefits of getting more time with these young guys? Not just the ones recently drafted, but some of the ones we've talked about past draft picks who are trying to move up the pecking order if you will.
3: Yeah, I mean, extra games always help. You know, that's more cracks at it. That's that's more reps. That's potentially another practice day. I mean, it's the type of thing that when you're in the regular season of a a NBA season, you have training camp and then the games come so quickly that you don't have a lot of time to to practice and get stuff in. So having a couple extra games, I think always helps. You get uh, more footage to be able to look at more teaching points and hopefully more reps to establish certain concepts and and adjustments that you you see out there there's the full roster
2: but there's not necessarily everyone going to be available for every game for fans that are kind of planning their fourth of july weekends or things like that what are maybe some of the plans you can let us in on in terms of how much you want to use certain players either the most recent draft picks guys that are more veteran uh and maybe certain pairings
3: that you'd like to see out there on the floor well selfishly i hope they're all available So I have the luxury of, you know, going to a game, sitting down with with the coaching staff and, you know, put the guys that we think that we want to see out there. So I'm praying that my hands aren't tied because of injury or because for whatever reason, somebody is sitting out. So I think going into every game, whether it's the two in Sacramento plus five, hopefully it's a plus seven and we're playing in that final four game and a championship game and We have all of our guys available. Um, I think it'll be a great opportunity, good chance for more reps again. You kind of
2: alluded to it two summer leagues ago. It was a very, very young team. There weren't a lot of draft picks in the the pipeline at the time, and so there were a lot of... It was a very, very young, even for summer league squad. Last year, injuries took away one of the veteran guys that the Hornets might have been able to put out there. This season, by my count, you've got four first-round picks that are going to be on your roster. I think seven total picks available. Does that change what expectations should be in terms of Wins and losses, individual stat lines, anything like that?
3: Not from my standpoint. It shouldn't. These guys that we're gonna be playing against, no matter if they were first round picks or non drafted guys, they're looking at, you know, some of these first round picks as targets. So the competition is gonna be at a high level. You know, these are these are guys that's taking advantage of an opportunity to, you know, change their lives with being able to make an NBA roster or Guys trying to establish themselves, whether they were first round or second round pick. So the level of competition is going to be, you know, at an all time high. So the expectation, I think, is pretty much the same across the board. I think it's more the perception of people on the outside that, oh, this person is, you know, highly drafted. So they should be expecting this. But um, it's not as easy as you think for those guys.
2: Last one for you, coach, your expectations. What is a successful summer league for the Charlotte Hornets here in 2023.
3: To win a championship, obviously. I like that.
2: Uh, <laughs> Short and sweet. I love it. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time so much. You know, you got a very busy schedule. Best of luck in Sacramento and in Las Vegas. And uh, best of luck here as head coach of the Summer League for the Hornets. Thank
3: you, sir. I appreciate it.
2: Coming up next, we're going to preview game one of the Summer League slate Hornets versus the San Antonio Spurs. My producer, Rob Longo, is going to join us after this quick break here on the Hornet Timecast. Sam Farber back with you here on the HHC and welcome into the studio Rob Longo, my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast as we've got Summer League action to preview. Rob, first off, welcome back. I know you got a little bit of a breather as we were doing all those draft pick interviews and coach interviews. I mean, you had to edit them all, but still.
5: (laughs) I guess I just saved my voice a little bit, more or less. But
2: yeah, happy to be here as always. And we're happy to be tipping off Summer League action here. Again, the Hornets have two Summer Leagues to participate in. As you heard from Coach, it's extra information, extra opportunities to get these draft picks, both current ones from the 23 class as well as previous ones out there on the floor see where they are in their development and and get them better prepared for the upcoming season and oh by the way also all those players who were not drafted who are equally competing for time either on the hornets rosters or someone else's for the regular season so it's a very exciting time we've got hornets versus spurs for the california classic first off might be obvious to those fans who've been tuned in, but the Spurs did not put Victor Wembanyama on their Summer League roster for the California Classic. So that means this matchup today will not be the number one pick versus the number two pick. Brandon Miller is the headliner for this game here tonight.
5: Yeah, he's going to be kind of the one that everybody keeps the eyes on. And yeah, it's unfortunate that Wemby is not on that roster for the Spurs, but at the same time, we'll only see him in a couple more days in Las Vegas with all eyes on that matchup between number one and number two. Brandon Miller and Victor Wimbanyama, obviously. But, yeah, this is an opportunity for... Kind of those first game jitters to kind of get out of the way. Your first NBA league action out in California. Yeah, you're playing against a Spurs team that only has five guys on it that have some NBA experience to rest or rookies. But at the end of the day, this is an opportunity to go out, improve yourself, and just kind of get in that mindset of what it's going to be like to play in the NBA. And you got to just take every rep like it is. There's some people that might think, oh, it's just summer league. You're there to take your losses or have a couple bumps and bruises along the way and then smooth them out later. But no, you want to be. You know, 100% from the get-go, get everything in order the best you can. Yeah, there's going to be some hiccups along the way, but at the end of the day, this is a serious thing, and you got to take it seriously.
2: Yeah, as you and I talked about when the Summer League schedule came out for, for Vegas, we talked about goals. I said one of the things I'm looking for is wins. I'm skipping past the bumps and bruises. I think this is a Hornets Summer League roster that's well positioned with a lot of experienced players to, uh, to to have a lot of success, quite frankly. Uh, looking at the Spurs roster, again, no Victor Wembenyama. There are other draft pick from the 23 class, City Sissoko, who is also from France, but played for G League Ignite. He is on the roster, as well as some players who do have some significant NBA experience. Blake Wesley played last year for the San Antonio Spurs. Malachi Branham had a really good rookie season for the Spurs. Dominic Barlow, Shondi Brown, Julian Champagne, they are all players who have some NBA time already under their belt. So as we uh, look to this one, we're not going to do a stat to watch. We're not doing the full game game preview that we would normally do but I do want players to watch for either side Rob rules are in effect Rob who do you want to start with Spurs or Hornets
5: let's start with the Hornets I'm glad I get to go first I get to take the low-hanging fruit I'm going to take Brandon Miller he's the guy that has all the hype around him let's see what he's got let's see what he's made of again it's going to be a very very interesting time for all of these players I mean you get drafted what two weeks ago not even you get drafted you come to Charlotte you do the media circuit you try to get settled in you're in training camp for just a handful of days and then boom you you're out to the West Coast, you're in California, and you're trying to play some basketball and play meaningful basketball, quite frankly. So it's a little bit of a whirlwind, especially with some of these other guys that just recently came to Charlotte as well, and then they got to hop on a plane and go back out to the West Coast again, like James Naji and Amari Bailey. But at the end of the day, that's the NBA lifestyle, that's the grind of it, and that's what you deal with in a regular season. So this is great practice for that in that regard. And something that you brought up about the schedule in a previous podcast that we talked on, about how it's just very fluid where it's game day, off day, practice day, game day, and it kind of goes every other day. That is a great rhythm to get into, and that's going to be very helpful as well. That's kind of a a little side note, side stat, I guess, or something to look for. But at the end of the day, I'm getting off topic, I know. Brandon Miller is obviously the guy to
2: watch. Yeah, that would have been my pick too, but since I have to go in another direction, I'm going to go with Kai Jones as my player to watch here for the Hornets. This will be his third time playing in a summer league type of setting. We saw him take tremendous strength rides from year one to year two. Year one in Summer League, he had that one really explosive play that got him a top ten mention in Center, but didn't do a whole lot else. Season two, he looked much more comfortable, much stronger, did have that tough first game, but after that, really played well in Summer League. And uh, I'm, I'm looking to see a big jump. Furthermore, when you look at the Spurs roster, there's really not a whole lot of depth at the center position. They've got Josh Carlton, who's a, a player who played in France. He'll be a rookie. I really don't know much about about him but he's kind of one of the only guys listed as a center Charles Bidiaco from Alabama is also on the list but these are guys that are rookies they don't have any NBA time Kai Jones was playing rotational minutes at certain points of his second NBA season so he should have an edge on experience there and then just across the board there's just not a ton of size to be matched with a lot of experience or draft capital having been put into him for that matter on this Spurs roster so I'm looking at Kai Jones someone who in year three naturally should be making a jump we saw A huge step onto the scene from Nick Richards in his Summer League performance last year really set the stage for a solid season. I think this is an opportunity for Kai Jones to have a similar step forward here for the Charlotte Hornets. That means you need a Spurs player to watch. I rattled off a couple of those. That doesn't mean those are my players to watch, but you get to take your pick of the litter.
5: Yeah, the the problem when we do these previews for summer league is you don't really know a ton about the other team more or less unless they have a really high profile player, obviously like a Victor Wembanyama. Can't really pick him. So for me, I'm gonna take a look at Julian Champagne. He's had that one year under his belt. He signed a two-way with the 76ers after he went undrafted. This past year, goes to Philly, only plays two games, ends up getting cut, gets picked up by San Antonio two days later, and then plays a handful of games for the Spurs. His brother, Justin Champagny, was on the Toronto Raptors last season. Now he is, uh, I believe, on the Boston Celtics, so they have a little bit of a basketball family there as well, but he's listed as a guard on the roster. I know that doesn't matter a whole lot when it comes to this day and age of basketball, where it just seems to be positionless, but he is six nine, so he's a very, very tall guard if he ends up playing the two, but I see him as more of like a solid forward, obviously, with that size, so I'm interested to see how he gets matched up. Maybe that's a matchup uh, that Brandon Miller goes up against just based off of the length and the size. So that's why I'm taking a look at A guy like Julian Champagne because, again, at the end of the day, we're always looking for these matchups. Yeah, Julian Champagne's a fringe guy who was on a two-way and got waived, but he's still fighting for something. He still has a year of NBA experience. That's more than Brandon Miller has, so any experience to go up against is good experience, in my opinion, so that's why I'm kind of looking at that matchup between those two.
2: And he had some good runs in the NBA. Most of it came with San Antonio last season. Uh, Ended up averaging in double figures in his time with the Spurs, so not a bad pick there at all, And, and as you mentioned. someone who does have some NBA time, so that'll that'll be interesting. I think he's on a two-way contract right now, if I'm not mistaken, for San Antonio, so it should be interesting to see him out there. I'm going to go with another person who's got some NBA time already under their belt. That's Malachi Branham. I thought he had a chance, possibly, outside look at at an all-rookie team. 20th overall pick out of Ohio State in the 2022 draft. Uh, Clearly, San Antonio was hitting the reset button last year, so a lot of young guys got a lot of time, but he did a pretty good job of it. Ended up starting thirty-two games. He averaged in double figures there uh, in his rookie season. And as you look, you know, closer towards the end of the year, he really kind of shot up on the scene uh, in in the first couple of months. Uh, he wasn't really a starter. He'd be a, you know occasional spot starter November, December into January. Never really averaged into double figures, but once he got into the starting lineup, oh my goodness, February, March, April, you just focus in there uh, and you see the averages kind of go through the roof for him. Almost 17 points per game in February in 11 games. Uh, then he had 11 points per game in March, 15 points per game in April. So this is a guy who's already shown at the NBA level he can be a high level scorer, and I would expect If you're a Spurs fan, you're expecting him to come in and dominate. From the Hornets' perspective, this is a really good test for players like Brandon Miller, like Nick Smith Jr., like James Booknight, all these guards are going to have a chance, either on switches or on the head-to-head matchup, to take on Malachi Branham, who has this body of work already in his resume here at the NBA level. So that's the guy I have circled for me from the San Antonio roster. As a veteran, someone who has some quality play already in his rearview mirror, I don't know how long he's going to play on this summer league roster, so the fact that he's on there for day one makes him someone to keep an eye on in my opinion here for this California Classic portion of Summer League.
5: Yeah, crazy that it just seems like we were ending the regular season the other day. We had our in interviews, then we go through the draft process, and then boom, we're right back to live-action Hornets basketball. Crazy how time flies. Excited for it, though.
2: I can't wait for it either. It'll tip off at 5 o'clock in California. That's 8 o'clock Eastern. I believe ESPN is televising that one, so you'll get your first look at the Hornets rookie class from 2023 and second overall pick Brandon Miller, as well as the rest of the Hornets Summer League squad. Uh, we will be back with you. You again here on the Hornets Hivecast tomorrow, 4th of July edition of the HHC. We'll break down tonight's contest against the Spurs and also get you ready for round two of the California Classic, where the Hornets will take on the Golden State Warriors Summer League squad. Looking forward to talking to you about that one then, Rob Longo. Yep, excited to
5: just see some live Hornets basketball. Like I
2: said, it's been too long. And and of course, spend 4th of July with me. Wow. Wow. Let's, let's not stretch the truth a little bit. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take what we can get here, I guess. Uh, thanks as well to Marlon Garnett, the Hornets Summer League head coach. Best of luck to him and his team over the next couple weeks of Summer League action. Bring home some trophies, coach. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing this squad in action. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in. An early, very happy 4th of July wish to one and all. And we look forward to talking to you again tomorrow right here on the Hornets Hivecast.